Rabbi Adam Starzman, the rabbi and the spiritual leader of this congregation, the Young Israel of Toco Hills in Atlanta since 2008. They have 210 member families. He has roots in Silver Spring, Maryland, Yeshivat Shalvim, Reitz at YU, and the Hebrew Institute of Riverdale. He was associate rabbi for eight years. He serves on the executive committee of the Rabbinical Council of America and is past president of the Atlanta Rabbinical Association. Serves on the Atlanta Regional Based In for Conversion of the RCA. Rabbi Adam Starr, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum. So great to have tell, you here. Tell me something about this town that does not involve hospitality, warmth, and a welcoming atmosphere. Tell me something else about Jewish Atlanta that I need to know. So I would say the wonderful relationship that all segments of the community have with one another. Um, in terms of the Orthodox community, that the shuls get along, we support one another. Um, as we'll probably talk about a little bit later, when Hurricane Irma came, we all, all right. came together to make that happen. But also the relationship with the or from the Orthodox community to the broader Jewish community. Uh, we're really one large family, and we work together, we respect one another, and uh, it, I think that's something that uh, many other communities should be able to emulate. Now, you're uh, very familiar with the New York and New Jersey area. Yes. And we can't always say that in that heavy concentration of a Jewish community, are there always, you know, easy, um, cordial relationships with everybody. Uh, so we could learn from the experience here in Atlanta. Right. It's all we? about re building relationships, and it's a little smaller here, so you're able to really know who the players are and take the time to reach out and to connect to all the different types of Jews that we have. Tell me what's unique about this shul. First of all, I heard your building is unique, that it's, it's built by certain standards that we're not used to. Yes. Um, so this building is just under five years old. Yeah. It's actually the first Orthodox synagogue to be built from scratch according to environmentally sustainable standards. Why? Who implemented that? Who felt so, that was important? So when we were building this synagogue, one of the things that I said from the beginning is that we're not just building a shul to have more space, to be able to have more people, but we're building a space like the Mishkan that's go that should represent our values. And we thought about many of the values that we want to represented, represented here, and there was uh, some leadership including Jeremy Sarnat, who uh, work, who's a professor of environmental studies at Emory University, and he looked into this and he said, we can actually do this and if, if, if we value it, and we can actually, there even can be a cost-saving if we take the time um, and the intentionality to make it happen. And what are some of the features that are here for that reason? Um, so, as you notice, when you walk in the, it, you never need to turn on a light or turn off a light. Right. It does it for yourself. I assume Shabbos. Shabbos, we have a whole separate Shabbos <laughs> system. Yes, yes. Some people come in and they say, what do you do for Shabbos? Don't worry. We, we took that. Shabbos was first and foremost. We took that into account. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the special materials that are used, that it's built um, using materials that are environmentally uh, friendly. And when you say materials, you literally mean walls, doors, etc. The ba The basic parts of the building. Exactly. Pretty interesting. Uh, and it's a beautiful building, I yes, must say. Thank you. Very spacious and lovely. Yes. And we have been hearing, as I said to you earlier, about the Young Israel of Tokyo Hills for many years, I would say decades. And sure enough, it's lived up to its right. reputation. One other thing that we did when we built the building was to value accessibility and inclusion. Um, so when we built the sanctuary, when I met with the building committee, I said, two things we're going to start with. We're going to start first with the the Aaron Kodesh for the Sifrei Torah, but immediately after that, ramps. 
We need to make sure that this place is accessible and open to all. So somebody in a wheelchair could get to the Aaron Kodesh. Could get to the Aaron Kodesh. And could have an aliyah. Could have an aliyah. And beyond that, we have a special shulchan that lowers, that's specifically made to be lowered to the height of where a wheelchair is. So you don't have to lift the toe in a special way that this person with a wheelchair needs to feel so different when they're getting an aliyah. And it's seamless. So in reality, somebody in a wheelchair could read the Torah. Uh, that could ha- we have not had that happen right, yet, but, but that happen. would be a, a wonderful thing that we, and, that we would and, celebrate. And this special bima that you just mentioned has been used. That there have been times when it's been needed. Absolutely, to. it's pretty amazing. Rabbi Adam Starr is with us. We're talking about the young Israel of Toko Hills. Um, you know that uh, look. I mean, shuls are way beyond just davening. Uh, you know, at this point, uh, Jewish education it's uh, you know it's such a central part of adult education and really you know education for all. What goes on here on a regular basis? What are some of the types of things? that happen at the Young Israel of Toko Hills that are attractive to the people who live here? So in about an hour or so, there will be a uh, learning group that comes in on, mo- a, mon- on, on a, a Monday mo- morning. On a, mo- on a Monday morning, we have a couple of classes that are taught. The first one is taught by, by my wife, and the second is taught by myself. And um, we have classes and programs and activities um, going on throughout the week. And we also have some major events. One that I'm most proud of is our signature Yomatz Mood event, where we yeah. actually don't have here because it's too large. We go to the local park, get 500-plus people there from all across the community to come together to celebrate it. I right. noticed the collection of uh, Korah and Yomatz Mood Machzorim that are here. Yeah, absolutely. It, we, it, it looks like my uh, my Mizrahi synagogue in Manhattan. So uh, Koren, you, if anybody could see behind us here, <laughs> uh, we are the poster shul for, for Koren. That's something that Yoni you can show on <laughs> Facebook Live if you don't mind. That the, uh, the, the Koren company is well represented here Absolutely. at the Agusville Tunco Hills. Um, and uh, I noticed that APAC, uh, they've got a presence in town and people are involved. And there are other causes, Israel and not necessarily Israel, but Jewish causes that are important to the community uh, that are constantly being uh, highlighted here. So there's, it's, it's not just shul activities and shul study and learning, but there's also a lot of other things that people can get involved with community-wide. Right, there are many organizations. What I always often say about Atlanta, it's the, the perfect size. It's not too big and it's not too small. It's large enough that you have all your basic um, Jewish infrastructure, Orthodox infrastructure. You're not going to the boondocks here. This is not tremendous Messiris Nefesh to come out here. At the same time, it's small enough that if you want to make a difference, you matter and you can really get involved right from the beginning. All right, you mentioned Irma before. Uh, it's an opportunity to uh, t- to give a little tip of the hat to Naftali Herman and those of the Orthodox Union that have been helping us. And I know that you uh, you uh, at times feel the, the love from them as well yeah. in terms of their assistance down here. Absolutely. We're very grateful to the Orthodox Union, especially Naftali Herman. Uh, who's just done an amazing job really focusing on the whole region of the Southeast. And I did want to mention when when Irma came and we realized almost within an hour <laughs> have a few guests. that we'd have a few guests, <laughs> um, we set up a call with the leadership of the Orthodox Union. And they said, what do you need to make this happen? And we said, that's a simple answer. We need money. We can right. take care of the, be- the, the rest, but we need financial assistance. And it was pretty much... An open checkbook. They said, "Do what you need to do, and we're going to give you a certain amount. And if you need more, come back to us." And um, what was amazing is because the outpouring of support, every last penny, penny that the OU put out through donations got got back to them. Right. And I, but I appreciate the OU having the forethought and saying, "This is the right thing to do, and we're going to invest in this and make it happen." Uh, any estimate of how many people came from Florida at that time? It was in the thousands, right? It was certainly in the thousands. I forgot how many families exa- exactly. It was an unbelievable experience. I mean, basically, you had a whole other community come to our community. 
but it was the, the symbol of achdus. You had Jews of all types here, uh, actually, and Motzei Shabbos. Um, in our patio out there, it was a, it was a beautiful evening. Um, we had music. I mean, musicians from all over, and, <laughs> the, right. and just this, uh, yeah. Adam Malava Malka, and you just said felt Mika Amcha Yisrael. A real, um, I guess, a real synopsis of the same hospitality and warmth that I alluded to earlier is that whole episode of Hurricane Irma. Uh, as uh, the Atlanta Jewish community opened its home. And again, a tip of the hat to the OU. Uh, if somebody wants to explore life in Atlanta, can they be in touch with Rabbi Adam Starr? Absolutely. We would love to have you. This is a little bit of a recruiting <laughs> trip for you here, isn't it? You're welcome to come. Thank God we are a growing and vibrant congregation. You read 210 family right. units. We're now up to 230. Nice. But what's most amazing is the amount of children we have in this congregation. We have over 250 kids, 18 and under. This place is bursting. There's a future, and uh, we're so grateful for uh, what we're able to provide and the future that we have for the Jewish people. So you have no regrets taking this job, huh? This has been great. It's, um, I, I love being here, and uh, we've really been able to make to make a difference and find a place that to, to call home. Rabbi Starr, I thank you. Thank you for your hospitality and for welcoming us here and for really being involved with us in the very beginning of all this. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun, <laughs> and we got a big week ahead. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Big thank week. you, Nachum. After all, it's Super Bowl week, everybody. And thank you to Miriam for all her amazing work putting this together. Miriam Alwala gets a special <laughs> shout-out. How do you like that.